this week 10 Thursday night football player props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase today. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, November the 8th, currently 3.39 on the East Coast. Here to get into our Thursday night football player props between the game of the year. We've got the Carolina Panthers visiting the Chicago Bears and joining me. Here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as a voice on the F1 Gambling Podcast, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, of course, here on the PropCast as well. Here's my main man, Rod Gomez. Rod, what's going on, my man? How you doing? A little lost lately, Moonoff. NASCAR Championship uh, ended this last weekend, and I'm bouncing off the walls trying to figure out how to fill the time between uh, when we start the new season and now. It's, it's a little bit disconcerting. I mean, and there's no F1 this weekend either, so... I guess I'm going to have to pay closer attention to NFL and what a way to have to start paying attention to the week. God blessed this game. I honestly opened up the books and I all, I got sick first off. Cause I was like, Oh, this is gross. And then, and then they pulled them all down because of what, you know, the news that we got about uh, uh, Justin Fields only to put them back up and they didn't get any better. So hold your nose guys. This is going to be a crazy one. Yeah. Uh, there was news that Justin Fields may play in this game game but lo and behold uh it is going to be mr agent 17 for the chicago bears getting the start here for the uh thursday night football game i think this will be his third consecutive start for the chicago bears but also joining us guys no man's the voice of the nba propcast with me as well it's crispy cap and chris what's going on my man how you doing what's up you know what's up right um as you said, you know, we got the game of the century, man. And I'm I'm so I'm stoked to get into it. We are going to cash. I'm gonna put the the good positive vibes into the atmosphere that even though we might not be too excited to watch this game, there's always opportunity to make some money. And that's what I'm here for. Sign me up, baby. Let's get into it. I'm ready. Two combined teams that are combined uh with a record of three and fourteen on the season. Uh but <laughs> Um, I guess maybe some interesting storylines in this game here. Obviously, Bryce Young being the number one overall pick uh, hasn't lived up to the hype of being a number one overall pick. Uh, thank you. I say this every time we talk about Bryce Young. Thank you, Lovey Smith. Uh, thank you, Chicago Bears, uh, for making this trade happen. But uh, in us getting CJ Stroud, who looks absolutely fantastic uh, for the Houston Texans. But Bryce Young, I still think that Obviously, he's only going to get better, right? I mean, I mean, it's he's only what six, seven, eight games into its NFL career, but and this Carolina Panthers team is more of a uh, definitely in a rebuild mode right now, right? I mean, they don't really have the offensive weapons at the wide receiver position. They don't have the running backs as well. Uh, two teams that have banged up players on both sides of the football. Uh, so, 
I mean, it's football. People are going to be tuned in watching Thursday night football, whether like regardless if it's a preseason game or if it is two of the worst teams in the um, National Football League this season. Obviously, no Justin Fields in this game. Um, like Rod alluded to, there was some type of, I guess, rumors. Um, the books, uh, in particular, Bet365 had some Justin Fields props up. Uh, and then uh, about 30 minutes after we were discussing it offline that um, he is not going to be playing in this game or he is listed as doubtful. But then the news come out that Agent 17 is going to get the start here for the Chicago Bears. Um, Ryan, anything else to add about these two teams? Obviously, not the most exciting matchup like we mentioned, but it is two football teams that are looking for better days ahead in their future uh, for their respective franchises. I think this Panthers team feels like the Jaguars in a sense as they got their quarterback, right? Trevor Lawrence was their quarterback. And then it took them another two, three, four years to actually see all of those first round picks that they were accumulating and getting all those first overall picks. If we're being completely honest with you, start to gel together as a team. We may have to be patient with the Panthers. I'm not a Panthers fan, so I don't necessarily have to be patient with them. But if you're a Panthers fan, I suppose you have to be patient with them as they sort of build up to what the Panthers now, because now we're talking about the Panthers being one of the better teams in the AFC South. Um, Maybe not this week, maybe not last week, but I mean, we we were talking about them in the offseason being that way. So uh, maybe the Panthers, maybe we need to pump the brakes on totally bailing on the Panthers. But for this season, yeah, we we just have to be patient and watch this, uh, watch this ride out. Yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned that. I think that's a great comparison versus with the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? They got their uh, quarterback in the future, and then those just adding pieces around him. And I think that was the same story with the Jacksonville Jaguars of adding uh, offensive weapons, and they did that in the um, in free agency. Christian Kirk they got Kelvin Ridley back after he served his one year suspension. So um, I think that's uh, a brighter future right now for Carolina versus the Chicago Bears, where. The Bears, if you're a Bears fan, I don't know what the hell this organization is doing because they went out and traded for Montez Sweat, signed him to a lucrative deal. Not sure if Justin Fields is going to be the quarterback of this future, and it seems like that they may just end up with the top two picks in this upcoming uh, NFL draft where some intriguing prospects, including, including names like Caleb Williams, um, possibly heading to Chicago. But Chris, um, Chicago Bears, man. I mean, if you're a Bears fan, I know you're not a Bears fan. None of us here are Bears fans, but there's a lot of Bears fans that we know of. Um, I guess it's thoughts and prayers. That's all I can say for Bears fans. That's all I can say as well. You know, thoughts and prayers to Chicago Bears. Montez Sweat is a, you know, me being a, a Commanders fan, uh, and pray for me too. Thoughts and prayers for me being a, you know, Commanders fan. But he is a, he is a, you know, pretty, pretty good talent. So at least I guess they're going in the right direction. That's a pretty good sign. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Thoughts and prayers, you know. That, that's that's really all I got for this team. I think, like you said, like you guys both mentioned, Carolina's in a in a much better um, position. At least they know where they're going, and we've seen glimpses of um, both Tyler and uh, I would also say um, Justin. Both look good at certain times, but can they kind of put it together? The the, the, the defense yeah. isn't extremely bad all the time, but they just really reek of consistency. You know, like on both sides of the ball, in order to be able to. Uh, you know, score touchdowns and defend. If the offense plays well, if the defense plays bad. If the defense plays well, offense plays bad. So really got to be able to kind of string it together. And uh, that's what they lack. And when you don't, when you can't do both, that's when you have a combined record of, I think you said three and 14, you know, so that's what we got. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the prop. No, I'm <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys wrong. next week for the Thursday night football game. No, but hey, we're still gonna try, try to put some cash here in your pockets with our player props for this Thursday night football game. Uh, before we get in uh, to the player props here, let me tell everyone about Bet Three Six Five. We're brought to you by Bet Three Six Five. Bet Three Six Five is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over eighty-eight million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting. Bet Three Six Five has you covered. If you like boost, you're also gonna love Bet Three Six Five. Like thirty percent profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up by 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or bet $5 and get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite football players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college football, college basketball. Pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in big. Stay tuned. At the end of the episode, we're going to put together a Underdog Fantasy uh, entry for this Thursday night football game. So make sure you watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our player props here for this Thursday night football game. Uh, Rod, lead us off, my man. Over, under on how quickly people turn off their TVs. I'm going to take five minutes into the first quarter. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not an actual bet. Uh, 365, (laughs) please get on that. I, I, I will take the under on that one. Um, all right. So I'll start out with Bryce Young, uh, but I will go with his rushing yards. Uh, I'm going to take uh, 10 and a half is his number and I'm not a hack. So I'm going to take the under uh, on this one. And that is set at minus 110. So Bryce Young under 10 and a half rushing yards. It seems like it should be an over type of a situation because you think of Bryce Young as a mobile quarterback, but he's not a running quarterback. That's that's really the only issue that you've got going on here. As far as how many times he's gone over this number, he's gone over this number four times, right? But he's only done it once at uh, on the road. He had zero rushing yards against Miami on the road. Uh, he had four rushing yards against Detroit on the road. The only time he actually had more than than ten rushing yards, or you know, at least eleven rushing yards, was the very first game of his career against the Falcons, where he had seventeen. But since then, it's been sort of uh, on a Yeah, up and down basis, right? 34 against the Saints. All right, that's all right. 41 last week against Indy, but he's not facing this Indy's Colts defense. He's facing a very, very stout Chicago Bears defense, especially against the rush. You want to talk about what quarterbacks have done against them on the ground the last few weeks? Derek Carr, three yards on three attempts. Justin Herbert, one yard on one attempt. Jimmy or Aiden O'Connell, rather, no yards. He didn't even try to run the ball. Neither did Brian Hoyer. That's fine. Uh, Kirk Cousins, minus five yards against the Bears. Now, granted, these aren't all quarterbacks that you expect to take off and run. uh, But by and large, I still think that uh, they're able to hold them steady. And you want to talk about just uh, rushing yards in general. Chicago, fourth best in the league, 79.7 rushing yards. A game allowed in total to running backs, to quarterbacks, to water boys, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, 68 and a half yards at home. Just brutal. 3.3 yards a carry. 
Chicago best in the league at keeping running backs and, and ball carriers uh, to just minimal carries. I don't know that it's, it's a fine line for Bryce Young to be able to get there. So I, I think 10 and a half is a good number. I'm taking the under on that one because like I said, Munaf, I'm not a hack and I don't take all overs. Yeah, uh, we'll address that later. Uh, <laughs> number four, uh, it's the Chicago Bears rush defense this season where opponent rushing yards per game. Uh, they're only allowing 80 on the season, but it's gotten even better over the last three games. Best in the league, only allowing 60 yards on the ground. So, I mean, when you're looking at a lot of these props, there's a reason why Miles Sanders, I believe I saw his number at 21 and a half, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for his rushing yards prop. But yeah, I think you mentioned it as well, right, Rod, that with Bryce Young, He's a mobile quarterback, but he's not taking off, right? He, he has the attempts, uh, but it's not translating into anything as far as him accumulating rushing yards. So, um, I mean, you rattle off the numbers. I'm not going to repeat everything. But again, it's just a, a, a testament to at least something positive about the Chicago Bears team is their rush defense uh, this season, which uh, has been one of the best in the entire National Football League. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on Bryce Young under on his rushing yards? Yeah, I like it as well. Um, Rod laid it out. The numbers are are there to kind of back it up. And um, you guys know I'm always looking for unders as well. Uh, so <laughs> I know you I know you mentioned them, you know, but that 21 and a half <laughs> was a little bit, a tad bit too low for me to consider that under. The books are kind of, you know, daring you to take the over. And it probably still goes under a I'm mile. I'm taking the under so. on that one. I'm taking yeah, the under on that I, I would too. It's Chubba Hubbard. It looks it, it correlates a lot with, with with one of the plays I'll talk about here in a second, but um, absolutely love this one for Rod as well. Uh, take us over to player problem number one, Chris. What do you got? So in correlation with that, um, this is something that I jumped off for a while, but probably shouldn't have, and that's Bryce Young to go over his pass attempts. Right? It, it works out well. Minus one twenty on Bet, BetMGM. Uh, I could give you guys a lot of analysis and go through the game breakdown, but just know that Bryce Young is. Uh, you know, when it comes to him throwing the ball 32 times, he's six or seven. And this guy, you know, they kind of just put him out there. He's slinging that thing left and right, uh, completing some of them and, and you know, definitely attempting them. He's getting all the reps. And we talked about development at the beginning of the season. I mean, at the beginning of the pot, uh, Rod mentioned it. Um, the only game he didn't go, he didn't go over 32 attempts. He actually finished on the hooks against your Tennessee, against your uh, Houston, Texas. You know, if he finished it right at 31 yeah. on the road so far. Um, he's thrown at least 38 attempts in all road games. And we already talked about how good the Bears' rush defense is. Um, you look at the Bears, run, stop, and defense, ranked number one. They're only giving up 3.3 yards per carry. And just, like you said, 79, under 80 yards per game, which also ranks number four. You just kind of alluded to those stats. You know, this means that Bryce Young, if we have the game script correct, and I think that we do, Bryce Young throws the ball at least 35 times in this in this game. So, Absolutely love this number. I do think that it probably moves to 32, but if you can get a 31 and a half right now with, with just minus 120 juice, I'm jumping all over this one. Another correlation here. I, I was considering uh, his uh, attempts as well here. Um, that number is at 31 and a half, 32 and a half uh, for his uh, pass. Sorry for, yeah, for his past attempts, but his completions right now, I see 21 and a half. Um, I'm taking the over on that, but I also will be playing, uh, the pass attempts for Bryce Young uh, here as well. But like you mentioned, it's everything that we just talked about with how good the Bears rush defense has been, where if they're going to have success in this game, they're going to have to throw the football. Might not be a successful way uh, where Bryce Young hasn't really accumulated a lot of yards, 
uh, when throwing the football, but the stats are backing it up where he's number one getting the attempts off and he's also getting the uh, completion. So over the last five games, he's had at least 22 completions. Three out of the four of the last five games, he's had at least 23 or more completions. What Chris mentioned about the past attempts, they have been there as well. Um, 39, 31, 38, 41, 32 over the last five games here. So um, I'm expecting them to come out and throw the football uh, or the Panthers offense. I think that's something that um, we've seen over the past several weeks. And again, just take a look at quarterbacks, what they've done against the Bears over the past couple weeks here. We go back to the Raiders week seven, Aiden O'Connell and Brian Horner combined to throw it for 45 times, 27 completions between those two quarterbacks. Justin Herbert, 30 of or 31 of 40 in week eight. And then just last week, Derek Carr, 25 of 34 against the uh the Bears uh passing defense there. So if you want to go back even further, there's quarterbacks that are definitely going over number one, the pass attempts, but also the completions here. And I know, Chris, this is something that you mentioned very early in the season about Bryce Young on his uh pass completions. That number's out, Justin. I remember it was hovering around 20 and a half. 20, uh, you know, around about 21, 20, 20 and a half, 21 and a half. Now it's just, we're starting the books that just a little bit. I'm seeing 22 and a half is popping up now. So I think that's a great look here. So uh, I'm on the completions here for Chris. I'm going to be telling, uh, or sorry, on uh, for Bryce Young, I'm going to be telling Chris on his past attempts for Bryce Young here as well. Rod, thoughts on Bryce Young's past completions and past attempts? Again, if we don't think that the that they're going to find any sort of success in the run, then they're going to have to throw the ball, and that's really what's going to end up happening here. And, I mean, who's to say they won't be playing from behind as well? I mean, it's it's... I know that it probably won't be too far behind. It's not like they're going to jump out to like a three score lead or anything like that, but, I mean, they're going to have to play catch-up, I'm sure, and catch-up for them means having to throw the ball. So I, I like both of those as well. All right, let's get over to round two of our player props. Rod, lead us off. All right, well, then uh, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, a, a bear for, for this. And I'm not scared by uh, a bagnet, baguette, baguette. Yeah, I'm not scared of that guy. I don't even know how to say his name. That's okay. I know. It, it's fine. Um, and we won't have to worry about it in a couple of weeks anyways. Uh, but for me, I'm going to take Cole Komet. I'm going to take his longest reception over 15 and a half. And listen, even with Justin Fields' backup, uh, it, it hasn't really slowed Komet down. In fact, he's been one of the more targeted players in on the team since uh, Justin Fields has gone down. Uh, but for for uh, for Cole Komet, a longest reception of over 15 and a half. This is at minus 115 over there on bet 365. Uh, his long receptions over the last few weeks, 18 against the Saints, 17 against the Chargers. He only had seven uh, against the the Vikings, but that's a, that's a pretty tough uh, Vikings team against tight ends. 23 against Washington, 22 against Denver. Um, so he's had some pretty long receptions over the last few weeks. One thing the Panthers love to do is give up uh, pretty decent sized chunks of, of receptions to tight ends as well. Andrew Ogletree last week only caught one pass, but it was for 19 yards. Uh, looking at some of the other ones, uh, Sam Laporta actually had himself a, uh, what is it, a uh, 31 yard long reception there as well. Uh, looking back at TJ Hawkinson, he had a 16 yard reception and then uh, against the uh, the Saints when they played Foster Moreau, barely missed it by a couple of yards. He had a 14 yard reception there, but um, you even go back a little bit further and Colby Parkinson of the, you'd think Noah Fant would get the long reception. No, it was Colby Parkinson that had the long reception against them. Tight ends have done this 
And there is no tight end that has been leaned on more, I think, than Cole Komet as one of the key members of, of their offense, especially with the backup quarterback. So I definitely love this uh, long reception. And this time I will take the over at 15 and a half. I wanted to take the under. I wanted to look for an angle for the under. But when the numbers kept speaking to me as far as what he's done so far this season, and even over the last couple of weeks, he's been leaned on pretty heavy. And those are the two weeks in which Justin Fields has been down. So that tells me that trend will probably continue this Thursday night. Um, like I said, he's probably not going to blaze up the field, but I think he can get at least a 16 yard reception. Yeah. And this also jumps into my uh, next player prop and uh, it's correlated with uh Colcomen. I just took the over on his receiving yards, 34 and a half. And it's just what you take a look over the last two weeks, uh, 18 total targets uh, since the uh, backup quarterback uh, special agent uh, badge. And I'll call him uh, has come in for uh, Justin Fields, right? Uh, Cole Komet, 18 targets over the last two weeks, 16 receptions off of those two tar- uh, sorry, those 18 targets, um, 55 receiving yards last week against the Saints, and then 79 against the Chargers last week. Um, and this also, you know, what what uh, sorry, what Rod mentioned, long receptions of 17 and 18 in, in both of those games over the last two weeks, respectively. We also take a look at what uh, tight ends have been able to do um, against the Panthers uh this season and it hasn't been uh, I, I guess not great jumping off of the page over the last three weeks uh for tight ends but when you take a look at this offense for the chicago bears it's it's zj moore it's cole Komet for me i know i'll talk about darnell mooney here in a little bit but um i think cole Komet has found some you know chemistry with, with the with the bears backup uh, uh quarterback uh and again like i mentioned with the numbers 18 total targets 16 receptions off of those over the last two weeks and he's gone over this projection in both of those games so um i think it's a low number uh, i understand that the panthers have been really good against the tight end position um but i think this is an opportunity where i, I think that we'll continue seeing uh cole Komet also get the targets and also if he gets into the realm of four to five receptions in this game, I think he definitely gets over this number of 34 and a half receiving yards. So I'm going with uh Kokomet over 34 and a half receiving yards currently over on bet 365 here. Chris thoughts on both of the, on both of our props about Kokomet here. Yeah. Uh, you guys kind of laid it out perfectly, man. I think this one definitely lines up for over. We, we remember back a couple of weeks ago, I was on Kokomet to go under against the commanders. And I think it was just one reception that took him over. I mean, he's a, He's, I watched that game and I watched him get that reception and, and take my money. Um, so, uh, you know, just just his his stature alone, right? This dude is like, it feels like he's about six eight with this gigantic wingspan. Uh, you know, that can just catch the ball. He has really good hands. Uh, pretty good route runner as well. And um, special agent uh, Bagmet, a baguette <laughs> that you called him. You know, but he he he's gonna be looking for a checkdown, right? A checkdown guy that is going to, um, you know, kind of eat this fill up. So uh, eat up the middle of the field, which is where he's most effective. So I like the number um, both for his his yards over and his, uh, you know, longest reception to go over as well in this game. Love it. All right, before we get over to uh, Chris's next player prop, let me tell everyone about game time. We're in that time of year where there's a lot of major sports going on right now. It's uh, NFL season. We're in full swing. College football is starting to wind down. Uh, NBA season just started. I know MLB wrapped up. Um, and also college basketball just started this week here as well. So you probably want to get out to some of these games. Or if you're not a sports fan, you want to get out to see a comedy show. Maybe one of your favorite comedians are in town. Or if you want to see a theater show, maybe a date night out with your significant other. Um you don't want to have to stress over looking for those tickets. Let game time help you out because game time, 
makes it really easy to use um, their app. It's really easy to use to find those tickets. And buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't have to be stressful. Game time is that fast and easy way to buy tickets for not only sporting events, like I mentioned, but music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets, your best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting uh, hyped for the fun that you're going to have. They have a lot of great features on their app, flash deals, and last-minute tickets up to the uh, time of the event. And it's easy to find and buy tickets for every type of event in your area. Uh, you also get an image of your seat view before you actually buy the ticket, so you won't have any surprises when you actually get to that uh, venue where you are going to be attending that event. Also, their lowest price is guaranteed event cancellation protection as well. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, and theater, and much more near you. The game time guarantee means you're going to get the best price. Get this. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. Uh, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go. And the tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you don't have to haggle through the uh, your email looking for the tickets or even wait for them in the mailbox. Nope. They are directly on the app on your phone. So all you got to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Lost are brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data and enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability the probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to create a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first one today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Chris, let's take us over to player prop number two, my friend. What do you got? So we're going directly, directly correlated with player prop number one. Um, hoping I got the game script right, because if so, I think we go two for two with these props. Your guy, you know, dun, 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 Adam Thielen. I'm on his over, rece- over receptions, right? I feel like it just correlates well with uh, with Bryce Young having to go over his pass attempts. You can also get this number, minus 125 on Bet MGM is the best number that I saw. Uh, and I think it's juiced for, I think both of these props are juiced for a reason, right? You look at Thielen, um, seven or more receptions. In uh, six of his last seven games, so that I mean that hit rate is is pretty crazy. He leads the team by far in targets with with the seventy six that he has. He's also three for four to the three for four to the over in in road games as well. With the only under actually coming in Bryce Young's first career start. So I think it you know may have taken taken a week to to kind of get the cobwebs out and Dylan said, hey look, what what we need to do if we're gonna ever be successful is um just throw the ball to me, okay. Throw the ball to me. I need more targets. I need more. And, and watch what happens, okay? And it's, it's been a recipe for success as far as their stats. Not winning, but at least, you know, far far as their stats go. So you look at this Bears defense. <clears throat> they've only given up seven receptions to three different receivers this season. But I think Thielen could, uh, you know, finish with double-digit targets in this game. And, um, you know, like I said, if game script goes correctly, he will definitely get to those seven receptions that he that he's, uh, you know, listed at as well. So give me Thielen over the six-and-a-half receptions, not not – you know, too bugged about paying the minus one twenty five here. You know, off one bet three uh, bet MGM. Yeah, I mean, you take a look at uh, Thielen. Uh, this or uh, let's re- rewind a little bit. This Carolina Panthers offense, it's it's 
pretty much been Adam Thielen. And we talked about this, and I've talked about this every single week when we've done the podcast. And, you know, last week it didn't come into fruition for me uh, with Adam Thielen. But prior to that, I mean, it's just a pure target. Like if you look at the discrepancy in the targets between Adam Thielen and the next receiver um, for this Carolina Panthers team, I think he has um, more than double the amount of targets than the second guy. Uh, second most targets for the Carolina Panthers does Adam Thielen. I know last week was a, a slow week for him. Five receptions, six targets, 29 yards. But, I mean, you take a look at the prior weeks, eight receptions, 11 receptions, 11 receptions, seven uh, receptions. So, again, like you mentioned, Chris, it goes back to what we talked about at the at the top of the uh, show, that if we're expecting the Chicago Bears rush defense to be as stellar as it has been all season long, Bryce Young is have to throw the football. And again, that number one guy has been Adam Thielen this season for the Carolina Panthers. So no disagreement with me about uh, talking about Adam Thielen here. Um, Rod, any thoughts on Adam Thielen receptions here? Well, especially if DJ Chark is is actually still out, right? He's doubtful this week yep. as well. So all that does is just free up more for Adam Thielen to, to grab. So I think they have to. It, they brought him in for a reason. It wasn't just to have him sit there on the shelf. They've, they've got it. They want this offense to wake up it's going to have to be through Adam Thielen because he's the only one they've got right now. Really? Honestly. Yeah, I agree. 100%. All right. So that is two player props each from uh, all of us. Let's get into round three of our player props here. Rod lead us off. All right. Well, I'm going to go defensive on this one uh, and I'm going to be defensive. Uh, Yannick and Guanque. I'm going to have him to record a sack. This is at plus 180. I know Montez Sweat is there, right? And that's the the fancy new shiny toy. And he's probably going to get his too. But for him to record a sack is actually not as juicy of a number as uh, Ngonkwe is. In fact, like I said, he's he's one of the ones at plus money here on this one. Sweat, not at plus money. So I I know that he's going to get one. If you want a sure bet, probably take uh, uh, Sweat to get it. But I don't want to pay 150 minus 150 for that when I can take plus 180 for Ngakwe to get a sack. Now, he hasn't had a sack in a little while, and that's probably why he's at plus money. But Bryce Young hands out sacks like a full candy bar person on Halloween, right? Literally just giving up sacks left and right. He has been sacked multiple times, four times to be exact, in one, two, three for five games this season. Four times he's been sacked in five games. Not saying that four times. I'm saying he's been sacked four times in five games. That is ridiculous, right? Four sacks he gave up against Indy. Houston uh, sacked him six times. Miami sacked him four times. Minnesota sacked him five times. New Orleans sacked him five times. Even Atlanta got in on the party, sacking him a couple times there as well. Bryce Young, he's going to get sacked. And I bet that almost every... Uh, offense or defensive lineman rather on the bears gets an opportunity to get in on the parade. Uh, this, this Carolina Panthers front line can't stop anybody. And when you've got vicious pass rushers, like sweat, like Ngonkwe, those guys are going to hit home and they're going to get home very often in this game. So if, if I think multiple uh, uh, bears, defensive ends, linebackers, safeties, who knows, get in on the mix to get a sack, I'm going to take the guys at plus money to get in there. Um, two sacks on the year for Ngonkwe. Got one against Washington. Got one against Green Bay. Um, but, like I said, I like his opportunities. I like all their opportunities. So if you want to sprinkle, like a first touchdown, you just want to sprinkle some bets on sacks, go ahead and put uh, anybody you could think of in, in the Chicago defensive uh, backfield. 
I mean, this defense has a lot of great young. I mean, not, I don't say young talent, but talent on this on this uh, on this Bears defense, man. If you take a look, some of the names I I, I couldn't have guessed in a million that Yannick Ngakwe was on this roster because the man has been tossed around uh, more times uh, than not uh, thus far in his career. Because I remember last time he was with Jacksonville, and then he made some other trips. But now, hopefully, he's found a home here in Chicago. But I think the, also the one thing about him has been that he's played in all nine games for the Chicago Bears. So availability is the best thing that you can do. Uh, for your team. So again, for Yannick Ngakwe at at plus what plus one fifty plus one sixty uh, for him to record a sack. And I think what you mentioned is spot on, Rod. About it, at the number of times that Bryce Young is getting sacked, that either number one, this offensive line is not very good, or number two, is making young quarterback mistakes where he's holding on to the football too long, leading to mistakes and him being sacked. Fourteen sacks he's taken over the last three weeks, and like Rod mentioned, he's been sacked at least four times in five of the seven games that Bryce Young has played in this season. Um, Chris, any thoughts on Yannick Ngakwe to record a sack here against Bryce Young? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Rod, Rod laid out the numbers beautifully, and you know, you you reiterated what I was going to say that Rod also mentioned, and that's just Bryce Young, you know, taking the sacks. I think, you know, like as a as a fan, and I'm not a fan of Bryce Young, but I am a fan of a quarterback that gets sacked a lot. <laughs> and it's a it's a yeah. you know a kind of I wouldn't say he's a rookie but you know close to being a rookie in Sam Howell because he doesn't have a lot of experience. I think we get frustrated with that because you know it stalls the offense, which leads to punts, which leads to less points. But for for the player, it's all about pro- progression, right? Like so, there's a lot of things worse that can happen. I don't think quarterbacks are looking at it like, man, I'm you know I'm getting sacked. You know this is terrible. I think they're looking at it like I didn't throw an interception. I actually hung on yep. to the football, right? And I got to live for that next down. So I don't I don't think that, you know, we look at it like, man, Bryce Young is getting sacked a lot. And he is. But it, it's not necessarily the worst thing. So I, I would agree with this one. And that's that was, that's my two cents on that. Um, great, great find by Rod, as always, on the defensive end. All right, Chris, take us over to player prop number three, man. What do you got? All right, so we're going uh, – we're actually going with uh, probably the most bet on guy that we've seen, at least for the last few weeks. We're going with Eddie – Panero. The kicker. <laughs> I love props. You're looking at me like what like you want. What do you want? I, I love kicker props. Hit it. Eddie Panero is the uh is the kicker for the Carolina Panthers. And um this one, you know, we 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 talk about this a lot, you know, if in, in the in the NBA betting world. One plus one equals two, man. This yep. guy, kicker prop, five and a half right now, minus one ten on DraftKings. Um, game script wise, I do expect Carolina to move the ball, but I, and, and, and to get in position to kick field goals uh, and maybe score some touchdowns. But the Carolina is not going to score too many touchdowns. We know that, right? Just kind of looking at this offense. Yeah. Um, this dude, some Panero actually has at least six kicking points in six of his eight games so far this season. I was like kind of taken away by by the number being five and a half. I would at least think you would set it at six and a half. Um, and it makes sense because Bryce Young has really struggled to to score, and uh, we we just kind of talked about that that the, that Carolina offense is not going to score that many touchdowns. But you you go back and just look at Panero, three of four is his mark so far on fifty yard field goals. So they just get him close. He's you know banging those things through eighty seven point five percent conversion rate on those field goal attempts as well. Um, and then you know last couple weeks. He's had two field goals in three of his last four games, and that's literally all we need here. So a touchdown would, would be, you know, icing on the cake. Um, the other thing to take into consideration, I checked the weather. Not not a lot of weather. Winds gusts maybe up to 10 to 12 miles per hour, so you're not really looking at too much of an influence by weather because we know when you play in Chicago, it is out, outdoor. 
Um, but this is what put the icing on the cake. This is actually a prop that's cashed every single week against the this uh, Chicago Bears defense. They are nine for nine, the Bears opponents, at allowing kickers over five and a half kicking points with an mm. average of eight kicking points per game. So, yeah, I love narrowing this spot. Five and a half is the number. Sign me up, minus 110 over on DK. I was going back, and we'll do our touchdown props here uh, later in the episode, but I was going back and looking at Panthers and who's scoring the touchdowns, and they're not. I mean, Bryce Young has played in seven games. He has eight passing touchdowns. Andy Dalton played in three games for uh, the Panthers. It was two touchdown, two passing touchdowns. They have two total rushing yards on the season. And the guy that's leading them in touchdown is our guy, Adam Thielen. And it, they're just not scoring touchdown, which just means how are they translating or how are they scoring points? It's in the kicking game. They're kicking a lot of field goals. So for this to be at five and a half, I mean, for number one, the kicker's against the Chicago Bears to have done this in all their games. That checks um, checks the box as well. And again, I just don't trust the Panthers to score uh, score touchdowns, so what just means that a conservative coach like Frank Reich, when he gets into that you know, field goal range, because he's, he, he's no, he probably knows that his teams can't score touchdowns, he's going to kick the field goal, and all you need is two here. Let's just say they score a touchdown and you get two field goals. You're already over this number, so um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue against it against, uh, especially with the Panthers defense or sorry, offense acts can score touchdowns and against the kickers that have gone up against the Chicago bears have gone over this number in all, uh, of their games thus far this season here, Rod. Yeah. You know, I love me as some good kicker points and, and, and you know what, you guys are absolutely right. And, and I was, when we were researching for the, the touchdown props, I mean, I'm going to throw one out but it still makes me feel sick because even with the Panthers, you're right. It's like concentrated into one player that's going to get it, but their books know that and they've adjusted the number to, to reflect that. And then when you look at the bear side of it, it's like everybody has a, at least one touchdown that's distributed almost too evenly. So it's so difficult to pick a, a touchdown prop for this one. But I will say that as far as kickers are concerned, all it takes is three field goals for yeah. that particular one to hit i mean if they do score a touchdown all the better two touchdowns and, a, and an extra point um but yeah I, I love kicker so yay let's go chris i love it all right for my last player prop i am going to go with darnell mooney longest reception over 15 and a half uh yards in this game and you take a look at number one darnell mooney is averaging 15.4 yards per uh um reception uh but when he is catching the football they are going for long reception so in the game where he's at least recorded a reception for the uh, Chicago Bears, he's gone over this number in, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. So six games he's uh, had receiving yards recorded, and in five of the six games he's gone over this uh, projection of his longest reception of 15 and a half yards in five of those six games. Last week, a 38-yard reception against the New Orleans Saints, 41 against the L.A. Chargers. Uh, didn't get it done against the Raiders, but he had 39 against the Minnesota Vikings and 17 against the Denver Broncos um, back in week four, I believe. And then in the first week against the Green Bay Packers, he did have a 23-yard uh, long reception as well. So, um, I mean, just kind of take a look. It, it's His yardage receiving-wise is coming by long passes because like what I just mentioned, case in point, I know it was only one catch against the Chargers, but that was a 41-yard reception. Last week, he had 82 total receiving yards. 38 of those came out on one catch. 
Go back to the Minnesota Vikings game, 48 receiving yards, 39 of those came on one catch. Um, back in the Denver game, 51 receiving yards, 17 of those came on one catch. So uh, that's kind of been the theme for Darnell Mooney that he's had downfield threat for the Chicago Bears team. And again, over the last two weeks, 10, uh, 10 targets, a total of 123 receiving yards and long receptions of 38 and 41. So I think that is a possibility for Darnell Mooney to get over this number of uh, his long reception of 15 and a half yards in this game here, Rod. They're lucky to have two guys like that, right? They've got more <laughs> and Mooney who can catch the long ball and, and they're not afraid to take advantage of it. And in, in some cases, it's usually the first attempt of the game, sometimes even the first play of the game. Because if you've noticed, uh, Mooney's caught the first catch of the game in both of these last couple of games. He's been targeted first. He made the first catch in both of these games. And so um, they're trying to get him involved early and they like to take shots early. So this could very easily cash you in the first drive. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I remember the last time I think I took a long reception. It was DJ Moore against, uh, against the Commanders. Yeah. yeah, it was the Commanders. Don't, like, don't, don't, don't think about it too hard, you know. <laughs> I think it was like the first or second uh, play of the game where he got over that number. So uh, definitely, uh, hopefully he gets over this. Uh, all right, guys, let's get into our touchdown prop bets uh, for this game. And like I mentioned, I was trying to go through the Carolina side. It just wasn't very pretty. I think the only guy I think we'll probably all agree with that finding the end zone, that if they do find the end zone in this game, is probably going to end up being um, uh, Adam Thielen. But I'll kick it off here. I, I did have a lot that I did like, but uh, let me get over to the touchdown scores here. So. I mean, Adam Thielen at plus 195, I think that's that that's a gimme. He has four of the eight receiving uh, touchdowns from Bryce Young in this game at plus 195. Um, I'm surprised none of us has talked about DJ Moore yet. I think that um, he's at plus 160. Wasn't enough odds for me, but I went with two guys at plus 195. Cole Komet plus 195 and Adam Thielen last week. Cole Komet had two uh, receiving touchdowns. Seems like him and um, um, Tyson Baggin had been able to find some type of chemistry. Um, so uh, I went with just two guys here. Cole Komet, plus 195, uh, and Adam Thielen at plus 195. And if you want to you know, get spicy with it, maybe the two uh, defenses slash special teams to find the uh, end zone, plus 650 for the Bears and the Panthers, plus 750. Rod, what do you like as far as touchdown scores? So I went a different direction because if if you and I and Chris know that Adam Thielen is going to be the one that they target for the end zone, so do the Bears. So I'm going to go on the opposite side of this, take a little bit better odds for Jonathan Mingo to actually get his okay. first touchdown at plus 375 of the season uh, and I guess of his career, really, by proxy. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, he's been targeted quite a bit. Has Mingo. In fact, he's had 38 targets this season, which isn't necessarily that bad considering we know that Bryce Young hasn't been uh, targeting too many people outside of Adam Thielen and uh, and more. So um, I I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that maybe some of those turn into catches more. He only had one catch last week or the week before. Two, five, three. It's just been a smattering of them. Hasn't gone for too many, but um, been close. I mean, he did have a long reception of 40 against Houston, which. You know, again, you could break that for a touchdown and, and make it work. 22 against New Orleans. So if everybody on the Bears secondary is going to be concentrating on Adam Thielen as much as us betters are, then that frees up a guy maybe like Mingo to sort of slink his way into the end zone. And I like 375, uh, like I said, plus 375 anytime. Feels like a, a pretty good number for a guy that could find the end zone for the first time. Again, it's it's not fun. This This touchdown market is not fun. So I'm going to pick uh, somebody to cheer for. 
There we go. Uh, Chris, what do you got as far as touchdown scores? I think um, first and foremost, I want to say that if the books offer one-way markets uh, on touchdowns, they should also give us a a two-way market. Let's bet on players not to be able to score touchdowns yeah. as well. Yeah. We need those odds available as well. But you mentioned them, you know, like I I can't play the guessing game with uh you know with this Carolina Panthers offense. I think Thielen um, at plus one ninety-five is uh, probably my favorite um, just because first and foremost he hasn't scored in two weeks after having yeah. uh, back-to-back weeks of touchdowns. He also has uh, six, so in six straight weeks, the, the the opponent of the Bears have also allowed a passing touchdown, and only one week so far out of nine um, have the Bears not allowed a passing touchdown. So they're giving them up, um, and I do expect you know Thielen to probably be a little bit motivated, um, you know, in a prime time spot. So give me Thielen at plus one ninety five, and uh, the other one I'll mention is Deontay Foreman. Uh, you look at this Panthers um, rush defense; they've allowed eleven rushing touchdowns and none in the last two weeks. Actually, I think. They're dudes for some regression in that department. Um, only two rushing touchdowns so far this season for Foreman. However, Carolina is allowing 3.5 touchdowns per game, which is the most in the league. So somebody is going to score. And uh, so give me the Devontae Foreman. I know the odds aren't sexy. You're not really going to find anything unless you want to get, you know, super cute with this one. But Foreman at 155 on Barstool and uh, Thielen, like you said, you know, at 195 on uh, at DK. All right, let's get over to our best bets uh, for this Thursday night football game. Uh, Rod leaves off best bet for this game. Listen, Bryce Young's going to get sacked, whether it's you, whether it's me, whether it's Chris, somebody's going to sack him. Uh, I think multiple people are going to sack him. So I think Yannick Ngonkwe is going to be able to get in there and, and get a sack as well. I like this at plus 180. If you can find it wherever it's at, I would take it even, I mean, it wouldn't be as sexy at minus money, but you know, it's still, uh, I think, a, a sure enough bet to take. So give me uh, Yannick Ngonkwe to get a sack at plus 180 of our bet 365. There we go. Uh, Chris, best bet. Let's go with uh, Mr. Panero, man. Eddie Panero, of all people. Uh, kick a prop over five and a half. Like I said, nine for nine, for nine so far against this, um, against this, <clears throat> excuse me, against the Chicago Bears defense is the opposing kicker. Um, so, you know, that tells me that they're they're doing uh, a terrible job of giving up yards, but they're, you know, bending but not breaking and forcing field goals. And like I said, he's 87 and a half percent, also 75 percent on field goals of 50 plus yards. So uh, like the weather conditions, um, give me Panero over five and a half kicking points, minus 110 over on DK. All right, there we go. Best bet for me. I am going to go with Bryce Young on this completions over 21 and a half in this game. Now we laid out the case again. I think that if number one, uh, they are trailing in this game, they'll have to throw the football. But I think it's just uh, us just talking about how good this uh, pass defense or sorry, this uh, rush defense has been for the Chicago Bears all season long. Number four, as far as allowing the fourth least amount of rushing yards, they're number one over the last three weeks, which means that if you're not going to have any success on the ground, you're going to have to throw this football here. So currently I see this pass completions at 21 and a half. Uh, currently over on bet three, six, five. Um, so I do like Bryce young to uh, have at least 22 completions in this game, if not more uh, for the Carolina Panthers as my best bet. Um, and then we'll just put together our best bets in the underdog fantasy uh, entry for this Thursday night football. And again, if you haven't already uh, have an account at underdog fantasy, make sure you uh, head over there. A lot of great stuff happening on Underdog Fantasy. Um, make sure to use that promo code SGPN. They are going to match your first deposit 
up 100% up to $100 over on Underdog Fantasy. But make sure you use that promo code SGPN. So uh, what we will do is put our uh, best bets into a uh, entry here. If I could get over to the NFL tab. All right, here we go. So uh, Bryce Young, for me, higher 22 completions. Uh, we are going to go with, let's see here, where is Mr. Eddie Pinheiro? All right, higher on his kicking points. And let me find if I can find Yannick Ngakwe. I feel uh, like I feel like these places don't, don't value my uh, defensive uh, digs. Yeah, because they have they have a few guys. Uh, what about Cole Komet uh, on his higher receiving yards here, Rod? I know you liked his longest completion. As long as yeah, yeah, the receiving yards for sure. We can go there. All right, so yeah, let's do that. Uh, so Cole Komet higher thirty four and a half receiving yards. That uh, entry of a uh, hundred dollars will get you six hundred if we hit all of those. So Bryce Young. Higher 22 completions, Eddie Pinheiro, higher five and a half kicking points, and then Cole Komet, higher 34 and a half receiving yards. A $100 entry gets you a nice payout of $600 for this Thursday night football game. Not the most exciting game, but hopefully a game where we do put some money in your pockets. Uh, and before we get out of here, I'm going to read this review. We alluded to it earlier. <laughs> um, ah, yes. I asked people to drop us a review here, but we get a review from Mr. BK Fog Dog. And he says, too many ads, good content, but not entertaining. Way too many ads. Why so greedy? Well, number one, uh, we do give our everything here that we do on the podcast and on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for free. Uh, so that is why we uh, have sponsorships and things like that that go um, that uh, keep us afloat here. Uh, and that is why we have so many ads. All of our content is free. So number one and number two, all prop picks are overs. Clear sign of being hacks. Well, number one, Rod is the uh, one that gives out a lot of unders here and they do cash more times or not. Chris also gives them out. I give out a lot of unders and, you know, just because you pissed me off on Monday in the NBA, I went nine and no betting all over. So uh, you can, um, I'll just keep it nice there. Yeah. That, 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 yeah, that, that, that's all I have to add. Rod, anything else you want to add to that? Kick rocks. Listen, I'll tell you right now, the books don't make unders sexy. It's literally hard to find good value. Most of the times on unders, because a lot of times a book, no, the books, no, they're smart. It's a cat and mouse game. This this person clearly either doesn't bet or doesn't uh, doesn't like winning because a lot of the values you can find more often than not are overs plus money anyways. So why not look for that edge? Why not look for the opportunity? For, if you don't like winning money, I'll give you all unders. I'll give you every under you want. So oh, uh, you know, life is too short for unders. I'll say that much. That that's gonna be that that's something that we need to put in our merch store. Life is too short for unders. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to add there? Anything else you want to plug, my man? Uh, so I mean, to that comment, I'll I'll just go to say um, I love unders. I play. I think I give out every week. <laughs> it's typically a it's typically a Russian Russian uh you know prop or something like that because unders do cash. There are ways to make uh, money in you know in yeah. the NFL, but when you're looking at these type of defenses, you get scared. Like I, I'm not playing an under. When you look at these low yardage, we talked about 
Miles Sanders rushing yards only being a 21 and a half. He could have a 20 yard rush and, oh, yeah. and go over it. That. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, yeah. So I'm trying to be smart. I think we're trying to be smart. So that's what I'll say there. Um, and, uh, you know, as far as uh, this, this beautiful game that we have, tune in, get game your popcorn year. ready. Yeah. Get your popcorn ready. You know, maybe a glass of red wine, uh, you know, enjoy it. It's going to be amazing. And uh, bet responsibly. Check me out over on uh, on um, on X at Crispy Capping Two P's Two Ends, and uh, get ready for a beautiful slate of uh, Week Ten football. Oh, this might be a game that's going to have to be on the screen, Chris, because there's only two NBA games on Thursday night, so you might not just have a choice but to watch this football game. But uh, yeah, make sure to follow uh, Chris on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it, at Crispy Capping Two P's Two Ends. Does his show daily around four four thirty uh, my time. 5 5 30 around that time uh the handicapping every single uh nba game on schedule is giving great information and i know a lot of people tune into his show he does an absolutely fantastic job of that i do my best when i can tune in but it's a lot of great information that chris has so make sure to check him out on x you can follow me on twitter at sports nerd 824 rod uh still see the tears shedding there because uh nascar season did come to an end and he has nothing to do with his life now uh but he is gonna have be forced your gift of uh, the NASCAR season ending rod has this wonderful game of the year you get to watch on Thursday night football. But <laughs> anything else you want to mention, my man? Is there a return policy? Can, ah, can sorry. I get, can I get no it return. No. Damn it. All right, fine. MotoGP it is. Uh, yeah, no, just follow me at RJ Villagomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on. I'm going to find some racing, whether it's turtle racing, whether it's uh, whale race. I don't know what's in season. pissing contest. Rod will track it down. <laughs> I will. I will. Follow me on that for more racing content. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back later this week for our Week 10 uh, player props. And then myself and Chris will be back uh, Friday for the NBA propcast. So if you haven't checked out the NBA propcast already, please go and do so. I think we had a really good week last week. Uh, we put an episode out for the Wednesday games. So if you're watching live, definitely go check it out. So uh, a few more hours before we do get uh, into the tip-off of the NBA games. All right, we'll we talk to you guys later this week. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast. And if you do want us to leave us a nice rating and review, unlike some folks around here, we truly, truly do appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys later this week. Enjoy the games. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>